Welcome to the Stages of She podcast. We're your co-hosts. I'm Liz Thomas, and I'm in my 40s. I'm Christina Godfrey, sharing my perspective in my 50s. And I'm Sarah Strasbach, living in my 30s. We chat about all things women-related, the lives we lead, the things we care about, the ways we grow, change, relate, and truly everything in between. We are each living different lives in three different generations supporting and connecting with the women we love, bringing you knowledge and guests who can support you in all the ups and downs in life. Thank you for following along. We're so excited you're on this journey with us. And now let's get to this week's episode. Welcome back. I can't believe we're in a new season. It's so awesome that we've done this three times now. Do we feel like veterans yet? (laughs) A little bit. Uh, we didn't wait too long in between seasons, so it kind of feels like we're just jumping right back in. Yeah. Yeah, I miss, I miss talking to you girls. Absolutely. And I feel like we're kicking off the season in a really, really awesome way because we're recording right now and it's January, but you're probably going to listen to this episode in February. But that doesn't mean you're behind. And that's why we wanted to talk about goals for the year kind of how we each approach that, our vision, maybe vision boards and manifesting. Where do we even begin? That is a good question. Well, are we still doing weekly wisdom? I kind of feel like, you know, it's an important part of our solo episodes. Do we want to start there? Yeah. My uh, wisdom (laughs) is that I don't have weekly wisdom. No, I'm in a place (laughs) where I'm actually moving right now. I have to move at the end of the month. And so... I've kind of just let life like do its thing. I'm kind of just going with the flow. So you don't know where you're moving. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So with that, I guess that's my wisdom is sometimes you just go with the flow and kind of know it'll all work out. Laugh along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen any of those memes floating around social media where it's like me going with the flow and it's like a ship capsizing? That's always how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. That's my life. I know, right? (laughs) Wow, Sarah, you were like ready. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Christina, do you have one? Um, What is my weekly wisdom? Just, I think, I'm trying to focus. I'm a person who has a lot of things happening at all times. And I have a million books I'm reading and a lot of different podcasts. And I'm trying to just pick one thing and get through it before I go on to the next. And that's very challenging for me. So yeah, I'm trying to, (laughs) I know between podcasts, Instagram, being on websites, like there's so much information we're always intaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel you. It's interesting because I don't know where I read this, but it's stuck with me for years and I'm terrible about this, but there's actually so much information out there now about how multitasking is crap and it's been debunked. Mm-hmm. Do not multitask. You need to like finish a task, even if it's part of a task and then move on to the next or you're never really effective. So yeah, that's a good goal. for us women because we're kind of programmed to do many things all at once, especially when you're a mother mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm listening to a podcast while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm, you know, doing the laundry, while I'm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm doing 10 things always at one time. Yeah. But I don't feel like I do anything that great. 
So it's that's that is the problem with multitasking. That's what this whole article was about that I read. I think it was in college. It's like you just never finish or you never do anything well, right? Because you're not giving it that attention. Well, I hate to even say it, but men are very good at starting and completing things. That's why they take 45 minute poops with the door locked. (laughs) I I still don't. I I mean, in all these years, I still don't. I really don't. I don't understand it. And it's like every man that I know does that. No, I know. It's a passive aggressive thing. It totally is. Like, they don't yeah. care. I mean, if the house is burning down, they probably will still complete yeah. their 20 minute or for my husband, it's 20 minutes, sometimes 30. Um, they don't care. They really don't no. care. They don't care what is going on. Yeah. They're very good about keeping their personal space. Meanwhile, I'm like pooping, the doors being open. There's like <laughs> requests okay, for things. Wait, like falling out of your body. It's like, so, it takes- so it takes like 30 seconds. I'm like, I'm in and out of there, buddy. I swear I washed my hands. Yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah. It's all it, my showers are like sometimes 30 seconds, you know? Yeah. True. <laughs> That's the worst. I find myself rushing through showers and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I need, I want to enjoy this time. Yeah. It's the best time of day, in my opinion, just getting that moment of heat. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, my weekly wisdom is based on a couple things. One, that it snowed like 12 inches where I live and it's been sub freezing temperatures and I get really freaked out in the snow and also that I'm doing semi-dry January. I'm not going to claim I'm doing the whole month dry, but I'm doing most of it dry. But I had this realization this week that it's never too late to get over a hang up or learn something new because I had to drive 45 minutes away for a really important client photo shoot. And it was when we had gotten a ton of snow and it was zero degrees out and I didn't want to do it. Somehow I got there, I lugged all the stuff, we had the photo shoot, I got home, and I didn't die. So I learned something new. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine Christina and I dealing with snow like that. It's like, if you don't have experience doing it, I would just totally want to give up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there's a lot. That's actually what freaks me out about it. It's not the driving in the snow, because I've been driving in snow since I got my driver's license. I grew up somewhere where it snowed. It's all the people that don't know how to drive in the snow that freak me out. <laughs> that I have to deal with them on the roads. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's. I mean, I can't even imagine living in climates like most of the world right now. I mean, even where we live, when it gets dark out, I just want to be home in my pajamas mm-hmm. and cozy. When we have to go out at night, it's like, oh god, getting ready <laughs> to go out. I feel you. Okay, so imagine if it was snowing or if it was freezing yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it makes you want to hunker down more. And I actually love it when it snows because once in a while we'll get a snow day with the kids at school or they delay the start time because of weather mm-hmm. and it feels like just a little bit of peacefulness. It's well, nice. you'll get a break from the snow this Friday when you're with in Southern California. I am really looking forward to it. It's going to be nice to wear regular shoes. <laughs> Hopefully it's not raining. Bob if did tell is, me that it'll rain. Be yeah. yeah, I got the gear. <laughs> Friday, no rain. Cloudy, though. Okay. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. So moving into our kind of topic, you know, we've talked about a lot of subjects already. I feel like this season we were really purposeful. We planned these episodes out. So we're looking forward to introducing them to you, our audience. 
and all the guests we have coming on. But I think, you know, now that we're in this new year, we're in a new season, it's important to talk about how we kind of plan for stuff like this. So, Christina, I don't know if you want to kick it off. Do you have a process each year that you follow for planning just for yourself and for your business? Sort of. I definitely put a lot of thought into it. I don't know if they're productive thoughts because I don't know. I'm sure they are. (laughs) It's a lot of, at first it feels very scattered because in every area of my life, I'm thinking, oh, I want to improve that. I want to improve that. I want to focus on this. So then I get a little overwhelmed with all these different areas that I want to change. Mm -hmm. So then I have to really sit down and think about what's, the most important so that I can just like what we talked about earlier, I can actually accomplish something. And then I go from there to thinking, well, I don't need to be so strict about anything. Like you're doing dry January. I, I, I know you and I've talked about this before, but that always sets me up for failure. Mm -hmm. So I just by default drink less in January than normal. So I know the new term right now is damp January, which is kind of funny, but I just kind of by default have damp January. Yeah. Well, I I think you got to know yourself, right? What is going to work? You got to know yourself. And I think it, it, everything is, you know, some things work for some people and some, you know, you just got to figure out what's going to be the best for you and not put so much pressure on yourself to Mm -hmm. be perfect because if you do that like as they say you're going to be done with your you know by february when you guys are all listening to this all the resolutions will be out the window but if you can make little changes it's the little changes over the long period of time that have the most impact so yeah that's a good point it's kind of like if you're trying to lose weight they say i mean don't crash diet right it's more effective if you change a habit over time right but and you I, know. I don't like to take things away. I like to add. Mm-hmm. So I'll add better things into my my day rather than take away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although just as a side note, my husband, when most people are getting back to healthy eating, he decided to buy a big box of chocolate Entenmann donuts and eat <laughs> one every day. Yeah. That sounds like my husband. <laughs> Rebel. Yeah. I said, are you really buying that? January all the time. Well, it made me think some people start their new year, new resolutions, like on their birthday, actually. Mm-hmm. So some people maybe even ignore the fact that it's January, it's a new year, and they just wait until whenever their birthday is. Maybe it's May. Yeah. And that's yeah. when they're like, oh, now I'll start eating healthy for my you know 38th year, whatever it is. That's a really good point, actually, because it, yeah, you have to feel confident with what you're when you reboot, right? <laughs> that it's going to no, happen. I, what I found though is most people make changes when they're forced to, you know, yes. it's, it's when, it's when something happens and there's just no getting around it anymore, mm-hmm. whether it be your health or your financial situation, or you mm-hmm. know, there's nothing like lighting a fire under you when, mm-hmm. when you have to. I yes. do, my gym classes have been more full. So it's like, of course, yeah. that everyone is kicking it up a notch, but yeah, that's great. Like if, you know, some of my thoughts are goal and they're showing up, but definitely mm-hmm. more full at the gym. Yeah. I think my biggest 
goal is change. Mm. Just doing something different. Like for example, today I am in the office. I have yeah, I'm so excited you're there to work (laughs) in over three years. So I decided that on Tuesdays I'm going to come into the office. Maybe it'll end up being more. I don't know, but just doing something out of my normal pattern, I think, is how you kind of start growing and evolving. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I don't know if there's any connection, but I do feel like people, the people I think are the smartest and I respect the most as they age, don't stick with the same routine, right? They're always learning Mm -hmm. and growing. So, and it's never too late, as I discovered. (laughs) No, it's not. And if we can just live, I guess, I just heard today in a podcast, if we can live another 10 to 12 years and we could be living in to be 150. Yeah. So, crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't get hit by a car or anything and <laughs> try to make it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Your vision board, Liz, or your list. You ha- you're more list, yes, right? I'm a right list. Too. Well, so I've tried doing vision boards before, but I feel like I'm not very organized with them. That's, you know, we all pick our poison or whatever you want to call it. But I started, I want to say like three years ago, kind of creating some like a loose business plan for myself for the year. It's not like super complicated. It's just like a series of questions I ask myself and make myself answer. So Mm. I really like it. I just finished it today because I really wanted to talk about it (laughs) on our recording. But I already had the prompts. I just hadn't fully finished it. But now it's done. And it feels Because I'm thinking, wow, I want her to ask me questions. Yeah. Well, me figure it would be a good business. Maybe this is our well, next venture. We should venture. put on a Zoom and, right. and you can tell us how okay. it's done. Well, I actually, maybe I will ask you each a question off of it. I won't go through the whole thing. Okay. Do you want me to ask you one, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, let's try it. Okay. So I approach it from a personal standpoint, a business standpoint, and... um. So business, personal, and then like passions, right? Mm -hmm. So I always start by saying what I accomplished in the last year. So I'm going to ask you this. In your life, you can answer personally or professionally, what do you feel like you accomplished in 2023? It's a really good exercise because it makes you celebrate yourself. Okay. Well, two that stand out, one more superficial is I ran a half marathon, which my whole life I had said, I'll never run a half marathon or a (laughs) marathon. That's crazy. That's just too much. And then I loved it and felt like it helped me realize, like, take things step by step, commitment. Like I learned a lot from it. Mm -hmm. And then on another level, I feel like I grew in like communication and learning how to communicate and say what I'm thinking and not being so scared to voice like my thoughts and opinion um, and not get like insecure about what someone might think of what yeah. I'm saying. I own my, my thoughts and perspective. That's awesome. See, you did it. Had you even thought about that up until this point? I mean, I don't, I want to hear what you do to plan, but I do feel like otherwise I just like put it away and I forget what yeah. I did the year before. Well, I started recently thinking like we think about gratitude a lot right we hear about Mm -hmm. to be grateful for things but I started something where it's like what am I proud of 
for myself. Like, I think we actually hardly acknowledge what we're proud of. Like, how often do you look in the mirror and you go, I'm proud of you. You got up and worked out this morning, or I'm proud of you. You did great in that meeting. Yeah. And I think that's really important to go along with being grateful for things mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah, that's true. Um, like that's it. so funny you say that because I literally just start, I journal every day and I just send myself an email and I always put what I'm grateful yeah. for, but oh. I decided this year I was going to add what I'm proud of each day because it's like, wow. I just don't do that normally. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll have to do that in some way, Christina, because you have a lot to be proud of. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't even know how to answer that question that you asked Sarah. So I hope you don't ask me that. I'm going to ask you a different one because this will give you this will give you a sneak peek. And maybe we'll find a way to post these questions on our social because they are you can answer them however you want. And Mm -hmm. so that one that I just asked Sarah, I also bucketed out professionally, personally, in my marriage, and for my family. And I answered it for each of those for 2023. So. My question to you is, what do you want to manifest in 2024? Hmm. It could be two things. I think my biggest focus is probably professionally. Well, and some personal things, but I would, I would say professionally, definitely uh, growing the business in different avenues. Mm-hmm. going after clients maybe that normally we wouldn't go after seeing if we can kind of take things to the next level continuing to pursue the the podcast and and grow our listener base and so that that's a professional and then personally it's kind of like I want to focus actually less on my health. And and I I mean that in a way that I am healthy and I don't need to focus so much on it. Which yeah. sometimes when you focus on something too much, you're putting too much energy towards it, maybe in a negative way. And mm-hmm. I need yeah. to shift from focusing on my own personal health which sounds weird because most people want to focus more on that. I feel like I've done so much focusing on it. I need to focus back on business growth. And and then also spending a little bit more quality time with my children. Mm-hmm. I, I had a dinner. La- I, I made plans to have dinner with my 17-year-old and his Aww. friend and his friend's mom because if any of you have teenagers, you know, it's very hard to connect with them or spend any time with them whatsoever. Yeah. So I've been thinking a lot about how can I, how can I connect with my son? The other two, I I feel like I have more connection with, but with him, like what are ways I can interact with him a little bit more? Yeah. I also feel like just from what I hear, cause I've got a, a friend who has kids, your kids ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just start to realize you're going to, they're going to be gone soon too. There's like that element. It's like Mm -hmm. over. It's it's pretty much over. I mean, they're never gone for good, but they just don't live in your house the same way. 
Yeah, it's it's very strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I well, think that's an awesome goal. I will add, like for my mom and I, it's almost like since she lives in another state now, we talk every day on the phone. So hopefully he, you know. Boys don't talk on the phone to their they, moms. Yeah. Girls do. I talked to my mom on the phone multiple times a day when she was alive. And if you do talk on the phone with your son, it's like, what's for dinner? Or what are you doing? Or, okay, you know, they're not, I mean, I have to remind my husband to call his mother, you know, like, come on, have you talked to mom lately? Yep. Yeah, I do feel like that's like the worst form of communication for men, but that's also being stereotypical. I'm sure there's guys out there that enjoy chatting. But maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, that's awesome and insightful. Um, Sarah, do you create a vision board or anything? I feel like we talked about this at some point. So last year I did and I loved it. I went on Pinterest and typed in words that brought up images and then I'd find an image that resonated with me and I put this pretty collage together. I printed it and I hung it up in my room, which is funny because I think we've touched on it before that Janet, um, who we have an episode with, she says to put away the vision board. But at that point, my vision board was already up. And so (laughs) I was looking at it the other day thinking about our podcast and, you know, how I could share like a reflection on it. And a lot of the images on there actually came to be. And, you know, it's not some like magic thing you put a picture on and you get it. It just is a representation of what is like what you're looking to do that year, like what you're going to put your energy towards. And usually that means those things actually do come about. So it's funny. I had a picture of New York on there. I planned like a quick last minute trip to New York this year and and then I was looking, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize I had a picture on there. It's very <laughs> cool. Um, I got a new car. I had my old car for 10 years and I did have a picture of a car on there and a couple other like vacations and like professional goals represented by images were all on there. And I felt like it actually really like panned out. So yeah, I've not done mine for this year and I really don't even know what I want on it or what I'm envisioning for myself. It's kind of fun to not know where I'm going to be living Mm -hmm. because it's, I've been throwing away stuff, packing up stuff. It's like a total refresh. So I'm kind of waiting until I'm settled to then think about the whole year ahead. Right now I just need to think about the next two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's so important to remember, like at certain points in life, it's really impossible to plan ahead because you need something to transition before you can. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I've spent way too many years stressing about things that were out of my control. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. So I have, I did a vision board like Sarah last year, but mine was, I wish that I would have done it on Pinterest actually, because I was doing it the old fashioned way with magazines. Mm-hmm. And I realized when I pulled it out to look at it, cause I put it away and, and didn't look at it, that it was very general. It had general photos. Like there wasn't anything specific. Like she's talking about a car, right. New York and that kind of thing. I had health, you know, the word health and like a picture at a, you know, of a spa. And I had, you know, a picture of money, you know, I don't just, 
kind of random celebrate with a glass of champagne. Well, I did plenty of that. So I did, <laughs> Good. I, but, you know, I did spying. I did, you know, so I did those things, but not so specific. Now, the interesting thing about this year's vision board is that I went to Barnes and Noble to go to the magazine rack there are like no magazines left. So Isn't that weird? That always makes me it sad. So weird. And the ones like yeah. Vogue and Elle, they had, but they were like uh, seasonal, like mm. for three months at a time. And they're super skinny. So I ended up walking away with 10 magazines. I came home and I just started cutting, you know, out. But most of the things that I cut out were words. I didn't really get a lot of photos mm. because again, I was trying to be more specific, but yet I didn't have specific things in my mind. I was trying to find somebody with really good hair because I'm, you know, I had a lot of hair shedding going on last year from hormones. So I'm imagining like all this hair regrowth. I know trips that were going on already for this year. So it's like, do I put those on my vision board? I know I'm already doing them. They're not anything. You know, I almost feel like maybe what you need to do just because it's the stage you're at so much is planned already, you know, I'm starting to get there too. It's more like, this is what I had to transition this year is I was started, I started focusing more on what do I want to gain from that experience versus actually having the experience. Right. So I feel like at Sarah's stage, it's like, you're collecting experiences and then you get right. to a certain age where you're like, I've done all that, but like, maybe I'm doing it again even, but what do I want to gain? Well, and there isn't like, things are not what I'm, yes, I'm always wanting to, let's say, make more money, you know, have more clients or whatever. But when it comes to, there isn't like, oh, a handbag I have to have, like mm -hmm. I'm dreaming of, or a new car, or I don't have those things that I care about that makes me almost think you need to focus on like the feeling you want to have exactly it's yeah. always feeling yeah I don't need the thing if I have the feeling like you know if you know you're going on a certain trip to say Cabo okay how do you want to feel there do you want to feel like excited and like fun or relaxed like maybe mm -hmm. think about yeah what's that. the point of the trip yeah, I think every time I travel, I have a lot of anxiety around going on the trip. So it almost ruins it. Like we're going to yeah. Aspen for the first time. I don't ski. I know it's going to be freezing. Um, I don't do well in high altitude. So I already have all these sort of like negative thoughts about mm -hmm. it. And I want to be excited to go there. Mm -hmm. I want yeah. to look forward to it. But I find that I don't look forward to a lot of the trips that I go on because I think, oh, I'm going to sleep terribly when I'm there. I'm going to be drinking too much. So I'm going to wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night with my heart racing, like all these things. And that is taking away from my joy of mm -hmm. going. You, so I that, think you need to force yourself to like write down <laughs> leading up to it. Cause I feel like you probably are fine until like the, you know, the week before or whenever you have to start actually right. prepping. But you know, there's things like in high altitude, because I live at high altitude, there's things you can do to help with it, like certain mm -hmm. spa treatments, like, you know, maybe there's a cool bookshop there that you can go because you love to read. Um, mm -hmm. You could go snowshoe instead of skiing. That's a fun activity. I don't know. Well, I'll talk to you before I go. And you can okay. Figure it out. We but haven't been to Aspen like yet, but... Yeah. No, and it's those kind of things I think are more my goals is just to feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not to 
necessarily acquire things more like yeah like our house or a chef or a well because it doesn't of... actually make you feel better no <laughs> like you that's the funny thing those things and feel like shit. yeah and your closet's never going to be full enough and you yeah. know it's just like a million things like that that you start to realize right. you know it's never going to be organized enough yeah. it's never going to be i mean i have someone who helps me organize and we go in and we go through everything and it feels so good for like three days and the next yeah. thing i know everything's <laughs> all cluttered back up again Okay. So this is actually something my husband, this is a takeaway from my husband. He keeps me sane because I'm type A and I really struggle with messes in the house and disorganization and I'll go through an exercise like that. And then the kids mess it up. And he told me like a year ago, he's like, you need to just ex accept that it's going to be clean for five minutes. And then it's not just enjoy the five minutes. He was so annoyed with me. <laughs> that and is you, true. I think yeah. you get to be in my age bracket you start just, you get, you just, it's, I don't want to say you give up because that sounds mm -hmm. like negative, but you just don't care anymore so much. Yeah. You realize kind of surrender. Like, yeah. You surrender. It's a never like winning battle and you're the only one fighting it, you know, mm -hmm. but it's just, you have to just say, you know what? Screw this. Like on Sunday, my house never looks that great. Cause I know I have help coming on Monday to help me and I know on Monday it's going to look good. So I just yeah. accept that like sometimes on the weekends it doesn't look good mm -hmm. unless someone's coming over and then we run around. And right. <laughs> but then that frees you up to actually like enjoy time with your family and, you know, not well, be think so, so focused. I'm still <laughs> running around trying to. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, but I do know that if I do leave the house, that's the best because mm -hmm. I'm not like right now I'm here in the office We're at home in between calls, I'll be, you know, running the dishwasher. I'll be doing some, you know, there's never, it's, it's never ending what you could be doing at home. But when I'm not that's at home, point. I don't have to see it. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I, and that is actually a goal I have for this year is I have to figure out how to silo my time better you know, work time. Cause I work at home. So it's an ongoing struggle. Mm -hmm. Just the do you time, do you use time block, time blocking? I do try to do that, but it just is the nature of being a mom and a business owner that like the second I get in a groove for a project, yeah. you know, there's a fire drill or a kid gets, I get called cause a kid is sick at school. So it looks I like, think, what do they call it? Murphy's law. It's yeah. Literally any time I have sat down to try to do that, it, it doesn't work. It literally mm -hmm. does not work. It's like start so, yeah. working. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. The biggest thing that works for me historically, and this, you know, part of this knowledge came from self-reflection is if I can get up at five, which I know we've had this conversation and not everyone's as early of a riser, but if I can get up at five every day, I never feel overwhelmed because I get this solid hour. There's literally nothing that can interrupt me at that time. Did you say five? Yeah, five. 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 Mm -hmm. That's when I try to get up, but I've been off my schedule. So like that is the biggest thing I am trying to remember right now with all this goal setting and planning for the year is that I felt so motivated going into the new year and then January hit and I had all my stuff done and planned and everything feels like it just fell apart and I'm like behind and nothing's coming mm. together and then there was weather and it's like you have to just like go, okay, yeah. you know, it's all going to work out. <laughs> and sometimes we forget that like, like when we feel like we didn't accomplish a goal and we're hard on ourselves, like 
we're the ones who set that goal up. And so mm-hmm. we have to somewhat be flexible with ourselves and forgive ourselves because we're the only ones judging ourselves. Totally. We're the only ones creating those guidelines. But it's yeah. hard when you're a motivated person because you feel like you we need those goals to stay structured. Mm-hmm. And our husbands aren't doing that to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, maybe it, to a degree that we don't register, but I think. Well, they're not telling us about it and no, acting definitely like not. distressed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, maybe it's more because I'm like you where I think, you know, oh, I've got to, you know, January has got to be this such strong, you know, this month that I'm doing all these new things. But I think it's just sort of setting the tone maybe for the whole year so that you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to like have all these things accomplished in January. Yes. Like mm-hmm. it should just be setting the tone for the year and trying mm-hmm. to like make changes over time so that at the end of the year, you can look back and say, this happened, that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is always oh. amazing how much gets done like in the year mm-hmm. once you do look back. Yeah. I was going to go back to your 5 a.m. wake up call. What? Because I like, I always love the idea of waking up early. And lately what's been getting me up early is signing up for a workout class that I can't cancel. Oh, good. But it's not that early. But what time yeah. do you go to bed? So, yeah, I don't go to, I mean, I go to bed relatively early because I cannot on the weekdays, if I'm getting up like that, I can't stay up past nine. So, wow. you know. That's great though. Yeah. But, you know, that's about the earliest I can also go to bed because we have kids that have activities and, you know, sometimes we're not starting dinner until seven 30. So I try to start that time at nine. No, I mean, they start the process, you know, but they're not asleep till 10 usually. But you're in, but you're asleep before, but I'll be in bed by nine 30. Usually if I can like be very Mm -hmm. regimented, (laughs) unless I get stuck watching a show or something and then I regret it the next day. (laughs) <laughs> well, let's see if you still get up at five in your fifties. You might end up getting up just from hormones, but you might. I seriously not think I will. To, yeah. To do. do you feel yeah. like? Do you both feel like you need those eight or nine hours, or are you guys good with six or seven? I'm not. I definitely need eight or nine now that I'm older. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I can mm-hmm. get away with seven and a half. Like sometimes yeah. I just start in seven and a half as long as I get. I think. I, as long as I get seven hours of sleep, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I agree with that because most, you know, I do get up at five quite a few mornings of the week and I'm not always in bed by nine. So yeah, yeah. but I definitely feel it after a couple of days. Like if I've been up to like 11 or 12 and then I'm getting up at five, I am so wrecked by the weekend. So now do you set an <laughs> alarm and then you yeah. get your bed? Oh. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard for the first five minutes, but once I'm out, I'm fine. No. Something else hard about waking up early is I also try to wait to have my coffee like an hour to two hours in, right? Because that's the advice so that you don't crash early in the day. But then I'm like, okay, well, what am I looking forward to yeah. if I'm waking up that early? Like I haven't found that thing <laughs> to replace my coffee to like get uh-huh. me excited to actually wake up. Yeah, I'm not going to be helpful or- there because I literally drink my coffee first. I mean, I drink a glass of water yeah. first. But yeah. I have yeah. to start with coffee. Yeah. Like I will, I think I'll always be that way. Motivation. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I need to, I think you need to revisit that. Yeah. One. I think so. Yeah. I, that's one that you have to just say, you know, I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many things to worry about, you know, and maybe that's the other takeaway from this whole episode right. is like, you've got to pick which mountain you want to stake your flag on 
and die on? <laughs> like, is it going to be that vice or the other vice? Like, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, relative. life is about like having joy and having yeah. fun. And if having your cup of coffee right when you get up or having it two hours later is like a thing, have it right mm -hmm. when you get up. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of other things you could be doing too. Right. And there's better coffee than others. Like, <laughs> And Christina, you got me into Four Sigmatic, and I drink that most mornings now. Um, they're like Think variation, yeah. which you can get on Amazon. And it definitely, yeah, Boost. It definitely, I feel like I have less of a crash when I drink that. Mm. Yeah, we have another coffee too that when you come down here, I'll give you the Yonder coffee. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Try that. And, and they have a collagen, so yeah. have a bunch to me coffee yeah. isn't just like the caffeine it reminds me of my grandmother and like yes. just really good moments in my life so I like yeah. to drink it for that reason it's like mm -hmm. a treat it's mm -hmm. just a a way to start the day I don't know yeah. it's so much more to me than just mm -hmm. the caffeine like mm -hmm. that I don't even know that I notice anymore, yes you know? there's like down the street from where I live right now there's like a little coffee shop like nothing cute or anything just a you know coffee shop and so my favorite mornings are when I do a little walk and I grab coffee from there and you know keep walking but that doesn't really align with the saving money goal yeah but <laughs> so true. coffee is the fastest way yourself. yeah yeah so I'll do it some my yeah so I'm I'm you know nice to myself and if I feel like treating myself to a to-go coffee from a yeah. little shop yeah, yeah. it's I like instead of doing it seven days a week do it two days a week or if yeah. you're doing it three days a week do it one day a week yeah you know? or every other day you know so you know right. you have something to look forward to um yeah i'll be honest i've never been the best at budgeting with coffee so <laughs> i'm not good at budgeting with anything <laughs> me neither i'm a big yeah. picture gal i'm like i think that's well, I the right I amount <laughs> i did do one thing that i am kind of proud of what's that i i got on the mint app oh i love that app that's saving me yeah. and and I have, and normally I would download an app and look at it and go, oh, this is too complicated. And I ditch it, but I did spend the time connecting it with all my credit cards. Good. My bank account. So that's going to be really frightening to see. You know, you think it will be, but it won't. I have loved having it so much because I get little alerts like, oh, you should update your spending on groceries this month. And, but then I think about it, I'm like, well, I had that party and, you know, so like it just kind of keeps you in check. Yeah. And the more you look at it, the less intimidating it is. Like I try to stay on it, which we're, yeah. we're going to have a uh, finance expert this season. I, I think. know. It'll be fun. Which, yeah. So that's something I think we just want to also share is that we've got a really great lineup of guests this season. We're going to be talking about everything from home organization to fitness tips to maybe interior design we'll see so it's gonna be really fun how to have a good party dinner yes. party mm -hmm. yeah we really want this to be a comprehensive show about your whole life because there's so many elements there's not just the serious stuff there's the fun well, it's stuff. kind of fun because when we brainstorm guests for the season it's almost like aligning with our own personal goals too like we're pulling in these experts to talk to that we want to like implement those things in our life. Like mm -hmm. the dinner party, you know, thing I had on my vision board last year, actually to like get together with friends more and like 
plan more, you know, little events and, and so, yeah, it's fun. And then the finance, I think all of us are always trying to like save money, make money. Agreed. Well, I think we can probably wrap up this episode. It really is just a great introduction. We're back. We're excited. Um, Ladies, do you have anything else you want to add or do you feel like we can close out and get ready for the next one? Well, I see on our outline here, which actually I think oh, would yeah, be kind of fun as like a final thought. If we want to talk about any like big dreams of ours for 2024, I know we all kind of said it's hard. We haven't like maybe dove in super deep to that, but if there's anything we can share that we're really excited about for the new year. Yeah. Good call out. Christina, do you want to start? Do you have anything in mind? Oh boy. (laughs) Anything can be wild. (laughs) Wild. I'm, I'm feeling just positive and hopeful for, a good financial year and really growing the PR business and seeing where the podcast is going to go. I mean, putting effort into that. And yeah, I'm definitely focused more on business this year than last year, I think was more about personal growth. And this year is more about professional growth. Mm-hmm. Great. We'll report back. And what season will that be? Season six, I think. Season five at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Watch out, ladies. Sarah's like, great. (laughs) (laughs) She's excited. I work to do Well, no, I mean, Christina and I actually have, it's like fun. We already have had some great business conversations. And I know with you too, like we're always all brainstorming together. So I feel like that's, I just love that that's a goal of all of ours and we can bounce ideas off of each other. Sarah, do you have one you want to throw out there? I I think it's funny. I keep thinking of this trip my mom and I have been wanting to take. We want to go to Paris together. So I'll throw that out there. I mean, that's always been something that's like been on my mind. But I think that would be amazing to do a really fun trip with my mom. And then I had a puppy on my vision board last year. Oh, and God, I don't. I, I know. I'm scared <laughs> to see it because I, I want the feeling you get when you, like, every time I see a dog, you're just so cute and they bring so much happiness. But I'm scared to actually say that because I know it's a lot of work. And so I think that 2025, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know that to Paris. Yeah. You can, can forget <laughs> about that. <laughs> you got to board your dog. <laughs> yeah. Forget about the dog. Telling you, having a dog before you end up like getting married and having kids is not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> truth. I'm here to be the voice of reason. We need you for that. You <laughs> too, all over your stuff. And yeah, you have to be walked and fed and taken to the vet uh-huh. and neutered or spayed. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yes. I mean, those first year, three months. That I haven't. I'm actually being a little like like I said, go with the flow right now. And I actually really like this feeling. So I might kind of write it out and yeah. not start, you know, putting big dreams on my mind. Right. Cause I'm like, wow, I, I feel pretty good not having any. Yeah. And I know I can still trust myself. I will still do great things. I'll still have a great year. So it might be a year to test, not yeah. kind of 
measuring myself in any way. Well, we're all overachievers in this group. So I feel like that's not, there's no deficit there. Right. <laughs> you will end up having lots of goals. Um, well, one of the big goals I want to share and I want to share with our audience because you can help us is that we really, really this season want to get over a thousand listens to our episodes within 60 days. So if you can help us by sharing with your friends and, you know, just remembering that you can re-listen to the episodes when you feel like you need something to pass the time, we would appreciate it. And we're excited to bring you more. And you don't even need to listen to it. Just put it on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear our voices. <laughs> just Hi. play it in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, tired of us, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never. I'm not even sick and tired of us. It's not fair to say. I'm proud of us. Yeah. We did this. See, I'm proud mm -hmm. saying yeah. it. We're in season three. So, Good. well, thanks for joining us. Any closing remarks? Yeah. Leave those reviews. Yes. And you can, this season, expect still lots of great guests and as well as fun solo episodes too. Yes. Every Tuesday. That's right. And if you feel inspired, share with us in the comments or when we share this post on social, what you do to plan for your, your year, because we're very curious. Mm -hmm. And look out for Liz's questions. So you can yes. work on, work on those for yourself too. Yeah. We'll share those. Mind. 